Hi, this is Dion Bake from Butler Mortgage. We're currently ranked the number one mortgage brokerage in Ontario and number two in Canada. And much of our success is due to the fact that we help clients acquire multiple investment properties. If you'd like to talk with a mortgage advisor who specializes in investment property, you can reach me at 888-684-8326. To learn more about what's going on in the world of investment property financing, check out episode 23 of the Breakthrough Podcast, where I discuss the topic with Robin Sandy. If you're looking for the skills and tools to succeed in real estate investing, you've come to the right place. This show is about breaking through barriers, breaking through limiting beliefs, and breaking through to the life that you want to live through the power of real estate investing. This is the Breakthrough Real Estate Investing Podcast. And now, here are your hosts, Rob Brake and Sandy McKay. Hello there. Welcome to another edition of the Breakthrough Real Estate Investing Podcast. I'm your only host today, Sandy McKay. Uh, Rob Brakes is off for this week and uh, happy to have a great guest here on standby waiting to come in with us. We're going to talk about some awesome things today. As always, uh, go over to iTunes, check out all of our shows, um, 124 of them now that you can go listen to and uh, get some great knowledge there. We are also live on Facebook and YouTube every week, Wednesday 10:30 a.m. Eastern Time, and so join us there. Get in on the action and ask us some questions live on the show if you like that way. And uh, as always, also go over to our website, BreakthroughREIPodcast.ca. You can get all of our shows there as well, like, comment, share, etc. And also jump on our email list there. You'll get a copy of our uh, guide there, the ultimate strategy for building wealth through real estate. You also get access to all of our of our shows uh, as they come out so you'll get notified you'll get access to all of our live events anything like that that we're doing rob does a lot of street property tours so get access to those as well of course and so go do that if you haven't already and uh, reach out to us if you've got some recommendations uh, improvements for the show some some guests maybe something you want to see on the show that we haven't talked about feel free to reach out to us at info at breakthrough reipodcast.ca and we would love to take your recommendations and uh and great, get some great content for you guys we've got uh guests from all over the country and some awesome stuff to, to share and keep sharing so love to hear your feedback let us know how we're doing and uh, we will always continuously try to make improvements on our end um we've got a great show lined up i'm going to bring a on here, Omar Khan in a second here. And then we've got a few others lined up towards the end of the show. We're going to get some uh, feedback on what Omar is going to talk to us about here and get their uh, firsthand knowledge and uh, experiences in this uh, this strategy that we're going to talk about here with Omar Khan. So I'll bring on Omar here now. Welcome to the show, Omar. Thank you, Sandy. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. Uh, we have done a, a show before, so this will have you back again because we've had so much uh, you know, good feedback and uh it's almost a, it's a, it's almost like a polarizing thing in a way. It's kind of an interesting topic to chat about um, because it isn't directly real estate investing, but it's an awesome strategy hand in hand with real estate to uh, build wealth, build cash flow, that sort yeah. of thing. So I know you're going to get all into that. Uh, I want to introduce you a little bit uh, to the audience first before we get going. Omar uh, began his 15 plus year now financial services career in a brokerage arm of a Schedule One Canadian bank. And through will and determination, quickly rose through the ranks of the industry to uh, RVP in a widely known mutual fund company. After that, he became a full-time real estate investor and a derivatives trader. 
Um, and Omar uh, does all this still to this day. He holds a bachelor degree in economics from the University of Toronto. Currently spends his professional life trading derivatives, building his real estate portfolio, and promoting the values of Theta Trading Corporation, which is a company we'll talk about here today with him as well on the show. So, again, welcome, Omar, and uh, really excited to dig deeper into this strategy you've got and uh, Thanks, hear about Sonny. what's been going on, especially during, you know, we're kind of, it feels like we're kind of getting to the tail end of this whole pandemic thing, but I know there's some, uh, I hope so. <laughs> there's been some interesting, uh, obviously, in the stock world, and, you know, that there's economy in general there's been some interesting stuff going on uh yeah. for the last four or five six months so i'd love to hear a little bit about that too as we go here with how that maybe affected you maybe not um yeah. and if the strategies changed at all um and and yeah we'll get more into that as we go but why don't you start just to uh give a little more perspective on this and, and who you are why don't you start about your real estate investing journey and what that looked like up to this point yeah so a little bit about my background i'm a stock guy i'm not a real estate guy okay so I didn't know anything about real estate. All I knew is that I didn't have any money back then, right? And I started to amass a bunch of money in my in my my career since I started working. And I had all my money in the stock market in the 2008-2009 recession, okay? So the 2008-2009 recession hit and the stock market got just murdered, right? It just got sort of the real estate market, by the way. Uh, but what I realized is I need to have more asset categories than just one, okay? Because I understand the world of stocks real well. Didn't understand real estate at all. And real estate, uh, by the way, is nowhere near as complicated, okay? It's far easier. Uh, it's it's more intensive in terms of time, but it's not as, as complicated as, this, as, the, as the market can be. Uh, so I realized I need to buy some buy some real estate. So I joined Rain, right? Uh, where I met all the all these all these fine gentlemen. <laughs> so I joined Rain and I learned about real estate. I learned the right way to buy real estate, which was great. And I amassed a substantial real estate portfolio, which I hold to this day. You know, I've got uh, a, a sizable real estate portfolio, about 15 million or so. Uh, so I, I amassed that over the years. And I had to completely teach myself about real estate. I didn't know anything about real estate. Um, but what I will tell people who invest in real estate is don't just dis dis dismiss the stock market. I use the stock market to, to come up with all of my uh, down payments and my, and, my, and my living for my lifestyle in order to come up with all this stuff. And, you know, real estate is great for wealth creation. It really is. You know the main reason why? Uh, Sandy, you know this, right? It's the leverage ratio, right? So let's say you're able to leverage, you know, your 35% down payment or 30% down payment, and you know, your 60 or 65 or 70% is borrowed. Well, if you get a 5% appreciation or 4% appreciation, that is super amplified because of the leverage ratio. So your returns wind up being fairly substantial. You combine that with a little bit of cash flow, a little bit of mortgage pay down, and real estate returns are pretty good and they're quite steady. Uh, so they're they're a great way to create wealth. What real estate is poor at is cash flow. It's terrible at cash flow because if you want to continue to build your real estate portfolio, you're going to have to refi uh, the Burr method. That's going to take, that's going to eat a lot of your capital. I've, I've done that many times, so um, it's, it's it's going to chew up a lot of your capital, and it's not going to provide you with a lot of uh, cash flow. The market, however, the stock market is the opposite. It can provide you with tons of cash flow, right? Through the use of options, and that's what I do. I use the options to come up with a cash flow to buy more properties. And then I let the positive cash flow from the properties filter back into my trading account, which then spits out more uh, more capital to acquire more real estate. And you rinse and repeat until desired outcome is achieved. Pretty simple. Straightforward, can't say any what? Well, straightforward. Uh, yeah, it's pretty straightforward. I mean, I, I agree with you. The, the, the cash flow piece is a tough... Yeah, it's tough. you know, we always everyone talks about finding cash flow right in real estate investment world and everyone yeah. endorses that and you, you want to have cash flow. And uh, the reality is... And, 
great southern ontario basically almost anywhere it's pretty pretty darn tough yeah uh, almost anywhere tough. almost anywhere in canada it's pretty tough yeah. or it's, it's at least very tough to marry the two right cash flow and uh wealth building appreciation right it's it's, right. it's very hard to get both of those and uh, it's, it's almost impossible to get both of those so you know the wealth building side of real estate is amazing southern ontario has been incredible You're, you you get your tenants in there you pay down your mortgage luckily we've had a crazy run of appreciation and yep. uh and you're and and nobody's really throwing the money in their bank account really right away they're just they're watching it grow and then and then uh doing that over time this strategy obviously kind of fills that gap right it gets you into that uh cash flow side of it where you can you know, live off it. And I know you, you will talk a bit more about that and what, what your lifestyle kind of looks with this strategy. Cause that's really exciting. I think for people to, to understand and what that could look like and how you can kind of create your own version of that. And, um, yeah. and yeah, it's pretty cool. So we're going to dive deeper into on that. So, um, on the real estate side, are you still buying properties or have you, uh, have you kind of put a, put a pause on that? I don't know. You've been focused on building up your company here with the, no, I bought, one, I, I bought one last week, actually. <laughs> There you go. Perfect. So I still buy real estate. So there's no problem there. I bought a property last week. It was uh, it's a recreational property, but I bought a property last week, which I'll rent out when I'm not there. But it's got a good recreational use to it. Hopefully, some decent cash flow as well. Uh, so I love real estate. You know, it's real estate. You're able to control a large asset with a small sum of money. That's the key with real estate. Which even a smaller rate of appreciation, and you get some substantial returns, which is great. What people fail to realize about real estate, and this is why I, I, I tell people: educate yourself on more than one asset category. So since the year about 2000 until now 2020, we're in a 20-year bull market for real estate, okay? That's a long time. And, and what people have short memories, they're thinking the, stock, the real estate market's going to go up forever. It does not work that way, okay? If you look at the period from 1987 to, to about 2000, real estate didn't do squat in southern Ontario. Nothing. In fact, it peaked, troughed, and did not recover until almost 2000. So you had about 12 or 13 years there where the real estate market didn't do a whole lot. Now, I'm not saying real estate's a poor investment because even in that time frame, had you had real estate, you'd still have cash flow, you'd still have mortgage pay down, you just wouldn't have the appreciation component. So what I'm trying to get at is there's no perfect investment, okay? Whether that be the stock market or the real estate market, there's no perfect investment. But what you should do is you should learn about various asset categories so that you know how to make money from more than one source. If you rely on just one, like real estate, or like I had relied on just the stock market, it can end poorly, uh, and that's the that's the consideration. So, um, so you're you're still buying real estate, obviously. That's great, and you're obviously fully uh, you know diving deep on the stock options trade, even more so than you had been in the past. Um, why don't you explain a little deeper what the strategy really is and, and how that uh, how that works and you know how you utilize it, obviously, and how you've built it from. Uh, I assume you started with not a whole lot of money doing that strategy, or you probably bounced around from different strategies and. How did you yeah. actually end up to, into this strategy, I guess? And then also just what does it look like as well? Yeah, so it's a, it's a cool journey. I started trading about 22 years ago, uh, and nobody taught me how to trade. Right? I had to teach myself how to learn how to do this, how to trade. So I started trading, and I can tell you, Sandy, I made tons of mistakes, like tons of mistakes. I was doing all kinds of things I shouldn't have been doing in hindsight, looking back at it and doing risky stuff, didn't know what I was doing. And over the years, you, st you start to read and, and develop your own uh, philosophy of what works really, really well for you. And over the years, myself and my business partner, Matthew Todman, uh, we developed a philosophy that works really, really well for us. So what we do essentially, Sandy, is simple as this. Uh, the best performing stocks in the stock market are generally your dividend paying stocks, okay? You're, they're called dividend aristocrats, okay? Now the stock market in the last 50 years has averaged about 10% uh, a year. So pretty good return, would you say? 
Awesome return. 10% a year. But you, the problem with the stock market is you can't leverage that. Okay. So a 10% return, but non-leverage. Well, you can leverage. It's just dangerous because you get this thing called a margin call, perhaps, that could happen to you. Not a wise idea to leverage yourself into, into the stock market. Anyways, 10% rate of return. But these dividend aristocrats, these dividend-paying stocks, generally tend to perform a little bit better than the market. So let's say they perform at 13 or 14% a year. That's generally what they've done over time. Okay. So now we know that. Okay. So what we do is we... Uh, use options on these dividend-paying stocks, these dividend aristocrats. Okay, so I'll give you an example. Uh, Sandy, uh, give me a stock that you really like. Okay, you love it. Pays a dividend. You think it's a great company. Uh, Visa. Visa, perfect example. There you go. Okay, so everybody pretty much I know has a Visa. Pretty much everyone you know has a Visa. You know, and they're a very profitable company, and they've been around, and they're probably going to be around for a long time. Okay. So Visa currently is trading at around two hundred dollars. It's a great example, actually, Sandy. I, uh, all right, now so Visa's trading at, at two hundred. Diving in on this stuff, I know. Okay. I, I, I know, you know a little bit. Yeah. I know all right. Bit. Okay. So you say, okay, you say, you know what? I love Visa as a company. Pays me a dividend. Great company. Great future, et cetera, et cetera. So you've determined that. Okay. Once you've determined that, let's say you go in and say, you know what? Visa at two hundred dollars. I'm going to say I am going to agree to buy Visa at one hundred ninety. So I'm not actually going to buy it. I'm just going to agree to buy it. Okay. So I love Visa at 200, but what if I say, you know what, a month from now, I'll buy Visa for 190 bucks, okay? Sweet deal, All right? Sounds good to me, yeah, sounds pretty right. fair. Sounds pretty fair. Now, let's say someone pays you like $4 a share to that. Now, somebody is gonna pay you $4 a share, and I'm just approximating, I haven't actually checked the quote, but someone's gonna pay you, let's say $4 a share, just because you agreed to buy Visa, a stock that you have no problem owning at 200. Okay, you're gonna be way happier to own it at 190, and you got paid another four dollars on top of that, right? So you're really gonna get it for 186. And if it doesn't go to 190, Sandy, you just keep the four bucks and you do it again next month and next month and next month. And the worst thing that'll happen to you, Sandy, is that you own Visa at a discount. If that's a level of risk you can live with, and ask yourself, is that the level of risk I can live with? If it is, then this is a strategy you should definitely look at. So we make uh, monthly cash flow just for agreeing to buy stocks we want to buy, not actually buying them, just for agreeing to buy them. Now, you must be thinking, why would someone pay us that much money just for agreeing to buy uh, that stock at a discount? Uh, there's a few reasons why. Most of the people, time, people are just gambling. They're hoping to turn a small amount of money into a large amount of money. Uh, second thing is this. Let's say a guy owns, uh, some person owns a few hundred shares of Visa. Let's say, I don't know, whatever it might be. And they say, well, I got to make sure I have a, I, I'm buying a house in six months. I got to make sure that I have the down payment for the house, right? And in order to have that down payment, they got to make sure they can get no less than $190 a share, okay? So what they'll do is they'll buy insurance. And that's that $4 that they pay. They'll pay $4 to make sure that no matter what happens to Visa, that they can still get $190 a share. The difference is for us, we're more than happy to take their 4 bucks a share because we have no problem owning EVs at 190. Does that make sense, Sandy? It's making sense to me, yeah. yeah right, sure. simple concept. And I'll give you an analogy how it works in the, in the real estate market. Imagine this worked in the real estate market, okay? So imagine you you, you stroll in downtown Hamilton and you, and you, and you run across a, a duplex that's uh, 500K. That might be a little bit uh, underpriced now, but let's just say for the sake of simplicity, 500K. All right, if we know we wanna buy this thing at 500K, it cash flows, the numbers make sense, et cetera, et cetera. But what if we say, you know what? Why don't we agree to buy this for 490 in a month from now, okay? Not actually buy it, just agree to buy it. And what if someone paid you $10,000, Sandy, just for agreeing to buy a duplex 
for $10,000 below its current market value. Would you take yeah. that deal? Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. Exactly. That's the whole point. Because right? the worst thing that will happen to you, Sandy, is you're going to have to buy it for 490000 and you got the ten grand. Now, mm -hmm. if it doesn't go to four hundred ninety grand, you keep the ten grand, and you can do it again next month, okay? So imagine that analogy I gave you and translate that into the stock market. Got it? So we just simply agree to buy these good quality companies, these dividend-paying companies, at a discount, and we get paid to do so. So that's how it works, and that's to give you an analogy in real estate, how it makes sense in the real estate world and why it's such a good marriage between the two asset categories because if you've got stocks here and you've got your real estate here, well, let's say all the positive cash flow that's coming from your, from your real estate portfolio, well, you can just siphon that off into your trading account and agree to buy more of these stocks and, and get paid more and more and more. And every time you've got a few bucks extra in there, you take it out. And you can roll it back into your uh, in, into buying more uh, into buying more uh, real estate. Pass it back and forth. You kind of get the best of both worlds. It feels like we talked about the start. It kind of fills that cash flow gap, right? It fills the cash flow gap. Yeah, a lot of real estate investors, um, especially now, are probably seeing it and uh, and and would probably love more cash flow, but they're just uh, kind of stuck where where they're gonna where they're gonna get it, right? Yeah. Um. So love that analogy too, because that always you know we have a ton of real estate investor listeners, obviously, and that's. Uh, that's something that I think the concept that makes it really, really obvious and easy to understand is, yeah. is why would he not be okay with buying it in a you know month or two down the road with yeah the for a discount. discount yeah, yeah. Now, and, get if, paid, and get paid really nicely to do that too right and you get paid, paid to do it yeah right? it's a great deal and what about um, so I like a lot of people I, I think probably think in those scenarios you know what's the worst thing that can happen in that and and maybe the worst is that you buy it for a discount but maybe the worst is even worse than that what if the market falls out or drops or you know. Something, it did. It, it didn't. It didn't during coronavirus. It did absolutely. Like, this is exactly hilarious. what happened. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that then? What's been? What's it been like over the last four or five months uh, around all that? And, and did you get stuck with anything? Like, what was the worst thing that happened, or what was the worst thing that can happen in, in that kind of hopefully once in a you know decade, once, in a, let's once in a lifetime, once yeah. in a lifetime. Let's let's hope it's once in a lifetime. I don't want to go through yeah. this again. Uh, yeah. But but because of the way we trade, actually, we've actually made money for the year, so we're we're happy, we're positive. But here's what happened. Uh, we, we agree to buy a bunch of stocks, let's say around February, early March, and then everything's going hunky-dory. And then, bam, coronavirus hits. Stock market goes down 35%. Wow. You're like, my God. So you're down huge. But remember the worst thing that will happen to us, that we'll own a bunch of stocks at a discounted price and we got paid to sell. Now, last year we made a ton of money. So we had a huge buffer. Okay. Now the market went down. We're like, it happens, okay, and no one was expecting the pandemic, went down 35%. But because we only agree to buy these high-quality companies, like these dividend-paying companies, they tend to rebound quickly after a recession or during a market correction, okay? The crappier companies, you know, your cannabis companies and, you know, some no-name startup company that you haven't heard of and penny stocks, they're the worst. They don't recover very well at all. But these dividend-paying companies like, like, let's say, Visa or Microsoft or, you know, uh, Enbridge, they tend to recover quite quickly. And that's exactly what happened. Market went down 35%. And because we knew these were high quality companies, Sandy, we were able to agree to buy even more of them and buy more of them when they were lower. You know, the whole saying is buy low, sell high. It's hard to do psychologically when you're facing a 35% correction in the middle of a pandemic, but that's the concept, buy low, sell high. So during the pandemic, we simply bought more of these companies and now the market has fully recovered. It is actually today at an all-time high. Can you imagine that? All-time high. came back fast. It came back fast because what we found is uh, 
during COVID, there's certain companies that are really going to benefit from COVID, right? right? And there's certain companies that are really going to suffer. And because we traded these high quality companies, a lot of them are actually benefiting tremendously from COVID. If you look at the likes of, you know, uh, Visa, for example, how much more online shopping is occurring? Right, Ton. which is all which is all Visa and credit, right? It's all credit cards. Yeah, and also most people are not aware that Visa makes a lot more money per transaction online than they do in person, okay? So if you have a shift to online, well, their revenues and their profits have gone up, okay? Uh, Facebook, uh, tons of people are on Facebook now. Apple, Visa, uh, Microsoft, Amazon, all these companies have, there are, let's call them COVID, uh, they benefited from COVID. COVID didn't actually affect them. So we stick to these really high quality stocks, Andy, and, and, and they've recovered through the pandemic. So was it dicey? Sure it was, right? You're down 35%. We weren't down 35% because remember, we always agreed to buy it at a discount. So we had that discount plus we had the payment, that premium we received. So we're probably down about 25% at one point in time, uh, not the end of the world. And when you're able to buy more of it and that eventual recovery comes, you're actually able to come out significantly on top. Uh, but you have to know how the asset category works in order to benefit from that. And, and that's, that's the whole point, right? It's the same thing with real estate. You have to educate yourself. And so, are you looking at that? How long? How long of an outlook are you? Are you really taking when you when you're investing into these uh, these stock options? Are you looking at uh, down the road, like many years? Like, because I know if, if you feel like in real estate, even if you take a hit and it's down ten percent, twenty percent, it feels feels bad at the moment. But you know, you kind of have that longer term outlook, and it's you know, it's just part of the whole process, right? The ups and downs and ebbs and flows. Yeah. But is that is that kind of similar in the in this world too? Do you look at it and say, well, I'm down twenty five percent, but I know over the time it's going to trend upwards anyway so it always rebounds right so exactly and that's what history teaches us right you never know for certain that that's if the, if the stock market's going to rebound or the real estate market's going to rebound but history has taught us that eventually it does rebound it will eventually and, it might not be today or it might be 10 years right. but it's going to eventually it'll eventually rebound and that that's exactly what happened this time the stock market retracted by 35 percent, and whatever six months later here we are and it's fully recovered which is phenomenal if you think about it right to, to fully recover within uh, you know, a six month time frame to all the losses because the stock market is a forward looking mechanism. Okay. It looks forward 12 months approximately. It's going to say, you know, in 12 months from now, what is the economy going to be like? What are earnings of these companies going to be like? And because the stock market looks forward, it's pricing in a rosier picture in 12 months, a better economy, lower unemployment and better corporate profits. Okay. So it's pricing that in today. And that's why you're seeing an all time high in the stock market because the stock market is saying, a year from now, things are going to be good, okay? The real estate market is a lagging indicator, okay? It reacts after the market, okay? Mm -hmm. So what you're going to see is the real estate market, if you guys have noticed, it's actually trended upwards even during this pandemic. Yeah. But now that these uh, mortgage referrals are over and delinquencies are going to start probably hitting a bit more, you're, you might see a retractment in the, in, the, in the real estate market. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a prolonged retractment because – you know, look at interest rates. It's interest almost, they're almost, low, they're right almost free. You know, I had a buddy of mine, he refied a couple of days ago, five-year 1.8%. Can you imagine? 1.8%. And, and, and he's, he's like, should I go with a variable? It's at 1.45. I was like, <laughs> wow, that is insane, right? Those are some crazy numbers. So it's almost free, right? Yeah. So that will prop up the real estate market, even if you have a... a, a a poor economy, right? Because there will be enough demand that'll prop it up because of the low cost of borrowing. Uh, but the thing with the, the, you know, to compare and contrast the real estate market to the stock market is again, going back to the same thing, even in real estate, uh, in a low interest rate environment, you know, you're gonna, you could have a correction, okay? 
And, and that could be upon us in the next little while because of all these delinquencies and in the, these foreclosures that might be coming up. We just don't know how bad the economy is yet. But the stock market is telling us something. The stock market is telling us. If you guys are, by the way, you guys are real estate guys. And I understand, luckily, the world of, I understand both worlds, which is, which, I'm, which is what I'm trying to do with all the real estate investors. Try to understand the stock market world because it actually does relate to the real estate market. The stock market is screaming that the economy is going to recover a year from now. What do you think that's going to mean for the real estate market? Uh, it can't be anything negative. It can't be anything negative. Exactly. That's the idea. So a year from now, if the economy recovers and we have a low interest rate environment, like, for example, in Canada, I believe we just borrowed roughly $300 billion. We added that to the national debt. Right. Okay. Now, do you think the central banks around the world, U.S., Canada, Europe, et cetera, Japan, these large economies, do you think they're going to raise interest rates? They've got a ton of new debt to pay back. Yeah, you wouldn't you, think so. You wouldn't no, think so. no, they're definitely not going to raise rates. They're going to say rates can stay low for a long time. So you might see a, pro, a prolonged uh, market uh, recovery in the real estate market because if the low interest rate environment exists for a while and you have a recovery in the job market, which the stock market is is saying that, yes, we are, the stock market, remember, is a forward-looking mechanism. It's saying that the economy will be recovered in a year, Right. Now, if that's the case and you have a low interest rate environment, imagine what that's going to do to the real estate market. Okay. Mm. So it's kind of cool how they're both work together and you can get a lot of tidbits of knowledge from the stock market that can translate into your real estate investing. And not to mention, you can make a ton of money from the stock market as well, but you have to kind of understand it. The problem with real estate investors, and I've, I know this because I've, I've dealt with hundreds of real estate investors and I came from the stock world, right? I, I, and I learned real estate. They are so quick to dismiss real estate, uh, stock market. They're like, oh, the stock market sucks. Real estate is the only way to make money. No, not true at all. The difference is you simply don't understand the stock market. Think about this logically. Warren Buffett is one of the you know, wealthiest people in the world, did it entirely in the stock market. Some of the wealthiest people in the world are hedge fund managers. The most billionaires are hedge fund managers. You know that? People who manage. Yeah, that's the, the most. Yeah, out of, out a lot of them have a real estate side to them, but they also they probably know a little bit of both, even right? Correct, and that's what I'm encouraging people to do. I know both worlds, and I'm telling you guys, when you learn both asset categories and you know how to allocate capital from one to another, you can do some really cool stuff. Can I give an example, uh, Sandy, of something I, I think that like I use in the past that your your listeners can benefit from? Absolutely. Okay, okay. So here's an example. Okay, guys. Uh, and Sandy, think of think of this logically for yourself. Okay, so let's say you have a property, okay, and it's coming up for refi. Okay, great. And you can refi, let's say, just for a sake of simplicity, 100K. All right. Well, we know that 100K, let's say we borrow that money at, I don't know, 2.5%, just theoretically, okay? Yeah. All right. Let's just say I borrow that money from TD Bank. Fair enough? Yeah. Okay. So I do a mortgage with TD, I borrow it, they give me 100K on my on my property as a line of credit or or, or an increased mortgage, whatever. All right. Now, let's just say I agree to buy TD stock. I don't do anything else. And I, you know, I'm going to get paid a lot of money just for agreeing to buy their stock, okay? And let's say things go really bad for me. And I agree to buy their stock, and I have to. TD pays me a dividend of 5.5% almost, okay? Just to hold their stock. And they've never cut their dividend in the history of their company during the, even the 0809 recession, during the current pandemic. So logically speaking... My worst case scenario is positive cash flow. I'm borrowing money at, from TD at two and a half. I'm buying their stock, which is paying me five and a half. So my net positive cash flow is 3% a year, plus all the appreciation that I receive on TD stock over the years, plus all these premiums that I collect through naked puts and covered calls. 
So I can make a boatload of money on TD by borrowing money from TD. Can you imagine that? So it's kind of cool how that works. But if you don't know how that works, how can you possibly take advantage of that? And that's what we're trying to teach people, how to take advantage of of, of situations like that where you can do it. And that's not advice. I'm just telling you that's a cool trick. That's what I've used in the past where I I borrow money at a lower rate of return, uh, lower, lower cost. And I invested at a higher cost. And, and again, uh, I'm very comfortable with TD uh, as an asset. There's uh, a stock, or let's say an Enbridge. Uh, how many Enbridge bills do you pay? Enbridge. I pay tons. Of yeah, <laughs> me too. Bunch. Yeah, me too. Thankfully, right? I don't. Thankfully, I don't do it myself because that'd be a lot of. That'd be yeah. A lot of right. Job. Now here's the cool thing with Enbridge. Okay, so Enbridge again, same thing. Let's say you borrow money from for at two and a half percent, and you just agree to buy Enbridge stock. Okay. And you'll get paid premiums just for agreeing to buy their stock. Now, let's say things don't go your way and you have to buy their stock. It happens. Enbridge pays 8.1% currently just oh, to hold their stock. Wow. Not Just to hold it. Not Nothing more. And again, they've never cut their dividend. So this is why we stick to these really high-quality companies, these dividend-paying companies. Because literally, you can borrow money and run positive cash flow as a worst-case scenario, provided that company like TD or Enbridge doesn't cut their dividends. Now, they never have in the past, but that doesn't mean some sort of cataclysmic event can't happen in the future. We get hit by a, you know, uh, something and you know, who knows what could happen, but it's never happened in history. Uh, so I'm really comfortable with that level of risk. And that's a cool trick you can use when you're combining real estate in the stock market. Awesome. That's 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 uh, really insightful, I think, and it gives the people a good perspective on that. I think um, uh, we're gonna bring on uh, another, another guest here in a minute. Just get some of their input on how they've uh, how they've been uh, enjoying this. What I'd love to hear first, though, before we do that, just um, you know, obviously there's got to be a way that people screw this up, or otherwise everyone would be doing it forever. You know, how, what's the oh. what's the what's the catch, so to speak, where people? I think there is no catch, but it, there's a way that people get a little um, aggressive, or they get in that gambling yeah. type of mode, and they they go and they 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 make some sort of mistake that really really screws this model up. What? What does that look like? How do people screw this up? Like, what do they do? Yeah, and people do screw it up. And here's how they screw it up, okay? So the idea is to stick to high-quality companies and get paid 1% to 3% a month, okay? That's the idea, and that's what we do, okay? But, Sandy, now tell me if you, you, if you, if you, if you look at some, um, let's say, cannabis stock, okay? And instead of getting paid 1% to 3% a month, let's say instead of getting paid 2% a month, that cannabis stock is paying you 15% a month just for agreeing to buy it at a discount. Right, it's a drive. That, it's attractive that temptation is there. And there's a saying in the, in the stock market. Bulls make money, bears make money, and pigs, pigs, they get slaughtered. Okay? So the idea is not to be a pig. So let's say, for example, you agree to buy one of these crappy companies that you know nothing about, that you don't really want to own, but you're so tempted by the amount of money you're receiving by agreeing to buy it for a discount that you do it. So you can mess up, A, if you do it with risky stocks, okay? And we never do it with risky stocks because it's you just don't know if they're ever going to recover. Like everybody last, remember a couple of years ago? Everybody was buying cannabis stocks. Everyone and their cat. Oh, this cannabis stock is going to go to the moon and back. It's legalized, blah, blah. These cannabis stocks are almost bankrupt. They're almost in the toilet now. Okay. And there were some people that, that did hit a, hit a home run on, in, that wor- in that world and made it big. But, but again, if it, 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 it went up and then it went right back down again. Now, right. if, if something does goes up and back down again, it's, not a, it's no longer an investment strategy. That's called guessing. It's called hope. Yeah. Yeah. Hope is a horrible investment strategy, right? You just don't do it. So let's say you agreed to buy those riskier stocks. And instead of getting paid, let's say, 2% a month, you got paid 10% or 15% a month. That's one thing, that temptation exists. So you have to control yourself saying, no, you know what? I'm going to avoid the temptation of this, of this 12% return, let's say, for the month. And I'm going to take the two. 
right? So that's one way you can screw it up. Another way you can screw it up is, remember I talk, give you that example where you borrow uh, $100,000, let's say on a line of credit against one of your properties, okay? When you borrow $100,000 and you invest it in, and in, 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 if you have an options eligible account, well, you can actually take that 100,000, Sandy, and turn it into approximately 333,000, okay? So they'll allow you automatically to, to leverage yourself. It's an automatic thing, okay? Like they check your credit, and as soon as your credit's checked and they and you, and you, and verified you that you know what you're doing, you put 100 grand in, you can trade $333,000 of stock, hmm. right? Now imagine making $333,000 in stock and you're making $2,000 a month, uh, 2%. That means you're making $6,600 on your 100 grand, right? That means you're making 6.6% a month, right? That'd be almost almost 100% a year if you're compounding it, right? Well, yeah. Right, and you're sticking to safe stuff, okay? But the problem is you're no longer at 100 grand. You're playing with 333000 Leverage works on the upside and it works on the downside. Right? Same thing with the real estate market. So if you lever yourself up in the stock market and the pandemic hits and you have a 35% correction, if you leverage yourself up all that 333000 you lost 35%, you're fully wiped out. You are at $0. You are done and the game is over for you. That is the real two ways you can mess up. It's basically greed. As long as you can avoid greed and temptation, you can do really, really well with this. But you which, isn't that, which isn't easy necessarily, right? For the general right. public. But. So you have to you have to you have to assess your personality saying, Am right. I someone who can control myself or am I a loose cannon and this is not for me? That could very well be the case because in the real estate market, you can't just access your capital. Right? Right. You can't just go and grab a bunch of money and lever it up. It's not how it works. You have to go through this whole rigmarole of the banks and blah, blah, blah. And I, I, I've been there, done that many times. I know how difficult that is to deal with the banks, but it's a different world. Yeah, so that's, I think that's where the get rich quick people probably will struggle because that's not that's not the strategy, right? It's a it's yeah, a it's a consistent cash flow earning strategy that uh, that is just like real estate too. It's not it's not a get rich quick scheme. No, I, there, yeah, maybe there's ways to do that, but it's it, that, that's not the model we're talking about here. We're, and we're it's not the one. Yeah, we don't use that model. We're talking about real consistent money making uh, strategies here. So I'm gonna bring in uh, Martin Qev here uh, to join us here. There's What's Martin. up, Martin? Hey, how's it going, Omar? Good. How you doing, bud? Good, good. So to, to give some perspective here, Martin's actually passed a guest of the show. So happy to have you back. We won't get into your full uh, story there, Martin, today. But um, you are uh, definitely, at least uh, in the last few years, you've been primarily real estate investment focused and um, you know spent a lot of time educating others, educating yourself on the real estate market. I know you're well-versed in that. And then, um, correct me if I'm wrong, just this year, right? Just leading into the whole pandemic thing is probably when you got into this whole strategy with the uh, with the options trading and why don't you tell us a bit about how you, why you got into that maybe uh, how, what that's looked like and uh, what the results have been even through a uh, weird, weird, weird year here, 2020. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I, I got introduced to it, I'd say about a year ago and like anybody else, the, I, I heard stocks and I'm okay. I'm, I'm going to keep my distance from this. Right. Uh, and, uh, and I think I did that for quite a while. And then I started to see a, a lot more real estate investors out there. And um, them trying to, to use this strategy and it kind of the biggest thing that twitch switched for me was uh, one of my electricians on one of my buildings is actually a, a, a thicker trading uh, um, client. And I think they started out and they did quite well. And that's someone coming in that has may potentially not have a business background or a stock background and doing extremely well on it. That kind of made me think, hey, there's something here that I may want to learn a little bit more on. And then I went on and I took the uh, introductory course and then. Subsequently to that, I took the advanced course, and that was all I'd say in the 
tail end of last year, uh, start into January of this year. So I started trading right before the pandemic. Awesome. How'd you do? Uh, I, I, I heard at the beginning for sure. Uh, when I first started out, it was, uh, but exactly what they teach you is, is you're looking at a stock that you're going to be okay to own if it goes down to a certain price. And, and I was okay with that. You know, obviously you're going to get, you're going to get afraid for it. And he mentioned leverage before, and, and you have to be very cognizant of that. That did hit me at the beginning. I'll be quite honest is I didn't understand how margin worked within the, uh, the app, but uh, so do your research first and uh, potentially play with some play money at the beginning to understand it and get a little more versed with it. And then you, then you really understand margin and how much you can utilize margin to your advantage and just be very cognizant that it could be there as your disadvantage as well if you lever yourself too much. But uh, yeah, I went just prior to the pandemic and it, it hurt at the beginning. And as things went up, the great thing is it, this is like an income producer. It's like your active income where real estate is more your passive income and your long-term wealth generation. On this one, it's you, you chip away and you basically, you know, I went from negative at quite at the beginning to quite a good positive return over the last uh, six months or from when, when I first started out. And that's through you. So you made good money through a pandemic. Correct. And that was probably the turning point for me is I go, hey, this is a great uh, learning tool if I can go through this through the pandemic and still have appetite for it. Because yeah. I know a lot of people, especially with real estate, something goes wrong in the first three weeks and there's a for sale sign on that uh, front lawn. You, you back out very, very quickly without really understanding what are the things that you can do to change it. And um, I'm lucky I stayed within it and uh, and I still had great uh, belief in the system and Luckily so, you go through the pandemic and, and as long as you don't lose that, uh, why you got it in the first place and the long-term trends of the market, that's what you want to be your friend rather than the short-term blip. Awesome. So overall, pretty good experience, kind of a interesting timing for you. I think it's almost going to maybe help you in the long run. You've probably learned a lot this year. And uh, what's what's the plan going forward then? What are you thinking about this strategy? How do you, how are you utilizing this to build your, uh, your wealth long-term? Yeah, for me, long-term, I'm still a real estate investor. Uh, and I think Omar and I are, are flipped, like he's his primary thing is stock options and he has real estate investment on the side. And I think that goes to show the diversity of it. And for me, I'm a real estate investor first and foremost, but this is a great side strategy to utilize some of my funds that I currently have dormant and having them go, go to work. Um, you know, we're apartment building investors and we put money into those things as well, but having a, a good amount here within this strategy and seeing what, what you're, what you're building. Um, it's, it's great to have both. And as I mentioned before, one's active, one's passive income. So, and I, I can pull the lever on each one of those as, uh, as much as I'd like. Isn't it so cool, Martin, to understand both asset categories now though, right? Before you just dismiss stocks and said, I don't want to even worry about this world. Now, you know, both, and now you know what your future is going to be like, because now when you understand both of these asset categories, you can really grow your real estate portfolio at a quicker rate than you probably would have before. And that's the key. That's for me. It's when I heard other people first heard about this and it was real estate investors. It was, I haven't been as excited about an income or long-term wealth generation strategy as I was um, when I first heard about real estate and the power of what real estate can give you. I was equally as excited when I started to learn this and I didn't come into this not knowing stock options. I traded them in university, but I realized I was probably trading like I was a kindergarten student rather okay. than understanding them and, and not trying to hit a home run every time, but basically trying to hit singles and getting consistent returns through it. That was an eye-opening experience for me, but in all honesty, for looking at real estate and uh, and this strategy, I'm as equally as excited about short and long-term wealth generation on both. Yeah, I agree. I love both asset categories too, and it's so important to learn both because when you learn both, 
you can do some really cool stuff and get your, you know, advance your retirement by years. Here's another thing, Martin. Eventually, you know, the thing with real estate is active. It takes a lot of time, right? Like there is work involved. Like you have to deal with people, tenants, pro uh, property managers, insurance companies, you know, banks. The stock market, it's just you and your phone. There's nobody to deal with, right? You don't have to talk to anyone. You can sit on a beach and just look at your phone and do your thing and not talk to anyone. So it's kind of different that way. I, I think one day you might find, Martin, down the road, a few years from now, when you're closer to your retirement, you're like, you know what? I think I'm just going to sit on the beach with my phone and do nothing else. We'll have that chat. I know we chatted about that before. And uh, it is. The, the great thing is that what I didn't have three or four years ago, I have options now. Yeah. I got. I can look at both, and and uh, you know that may be the the case, but right now I'm still. I I look at them both as equally as good, and obviously I have background in real estate, so I'm going to continue there. But uh, I I got to tell you, I have ramped up on on this side of it for sure. Yeah, and I, I, you should continue to ramp up over the years because it produces an excellent amount of income, even through a pandemic. You made money, and that's a good litmus test, right? If you can make money through a pandemic, a 35 percent correction and still come out on top, that's a good sign. Yeah, that was uh, the turning point for me is that is that's the it, it pushed the longevity of it for me is going that, hey, I know exactly it's short and long term what's going to happen. But if I can do this during a pandemic, I can very likely do it during normal times. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks for stopping in here, Martin. Really uh, kind of helped uh, solidify a bit of these. Uh, you know, Thank you. Your experience. Yeah, it's obviously been interesting to chat and, and happy to hear you're uh, thriving through this. And um I guess one last quick thing. I mean, obviously you went through the courses with uh, Theta Trading and Omar's group there. And um, obviously that's, I, I assume that's been beneficial. Um, you said you were trading at a kindergarten level back uh, when you first did this. And now you're probably at uh, at least maybe university. Grade one. Maybe grade one. Yeah. <laughs> at least you know a little bit about more, a little more. So I assume that was helpful for you. Like, we're going to get into it with Omar here in a sec, just about how people can get involved in that side of it. But um, yeah, this is, you know, 25 minutes to, uh, you know, it's a great forum like this to just say, hey, as I've seed been planted that there may be something you want to learn more about. And then once you take that course, a lot of these check marks gets filled out and you really understand it a lot more. So I, you know, I can't, I can't speak enough about uh, what I've learned through taking those courses. Are you going to continue to trade for the rest of your life, Martin, now that you learn the skill? Likely I, I, this will be a permanent standhold in terms of what I do for sure. Yeah. I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be. It'll, uh, it's, it's done you quite well, even through a pandemic and it really supplements the real estate because the real estate, I, I, Again, my my opinion, if you really want to build real estate, you continually have to kind of lever yourself. And the cash flow is not the best. But you know, cash flow is the fun part of life, right? Where you can blow it and have some little bit of fun, right? Enjoy little toys here and there. Wealth creation is what you leave for your for your children one day, right? Or, or you know, your retirement fund. But the cash flow is kind of cool because you can actually spend it and enjoy it with your family. So. It is, yeah. And we can talk about the merits of real estate in this one. And the great thing is they both have really solid fundamentals. Yeah. And, uh, and, re and and really solid strategies behind them. So I'm, I'm just glad to have both of them in uh, in my arsenal. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks, Martin. Uh, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for sharing your uh, your experience here. And uh, we'll chat with you again soon. Man. Thanks a lot. See you guys. See you soon, Martin. We'll talk soon, bud. Sounds good. All right. Awesome. We do we might have one more guest coming in. I don't know. We haven't seen him pop in yet, but we'll we'll. You're, we'll you're, you're next, Sandy. I'm next, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. I know. I gotta, one of these, uh, maybe by uh, in the next six months, I can come on and share my uh, my awesome experience with it all. But um, you got to make a personal mission to teach you the stock market. <laughs> I know, I know. There's so many, so many things to do. This thing is exciting. I, I, I agree for sure that it's well worth um, being a part of. And yeah. um, I do hear that uh, Mike's probably coming on here in a sec. There he is. There coming in. So we're gonna get him in. Maybe let's get one more uh input on this i know uh 
he's been one of uh, your students as well through this. So we'll get his experience in a sec here. And then, um, and then after that, we're going to dive in and finish off with uh, how people can get involved, obviously, with with your trainings. And I um, actually want to hear a little more about your your lifestyle in this uh, in this environment. You touched on it there with Martin hanging out by the beach. I know you got stories about trading a quick deal at Wonderland or uh, not Wonderland, but uh, Disney World. Yeah. yeah, things like that. So it's a pretty um, sexy lifestyle, I guess, in a, in a way um, compared to the real estate investment world, which is sometimes messy and a lot of a lot of moving parts. So, yeah, maybe we'll touch on that after. But let's bring on sure. um, let's bring on Mike here uh hey, talk Mike. a bit about us hey guys how are you good how you doing good hey so um mike's uh been uh, also a former guest of the show here and obviously a pretty active real estate investor uh he works with with our group here in hamilton primarily and um mike brief background on your real estate investment uh, journey and then how you uh, got intrigued by this other strategy and uh what that's looked like so far your journey in that yeah, so started investing in real estate coming up on five years ago, and we uh, yeah we just bought our tenth house two days ago. Oh, fantastic! Um, yeah, That's so, really good. Yeah, it was a nice nice little milestone. And with with you, Omar, I saw you at the Wealth Hacker Conference, and honestly, yep. I didn't didn't really pay much attention when you speak. I apologize for that, and it was uh, <laughs> no need to apologize. Yeah. Don't worry, it's no need to apologize. I was not interested at all. Um, oh. Yeah, most real estate guys are like that. They'll be like, I don't even want to know about this stuff. I, I know real estate. I'm going to keep it that way. But yeah. it's, now tell me now, now that you know, it was it a good move? 100%. It's amazing. Yeah. When, Sandy, when I retire, you have this man to blame. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're going to go faster now, I, right? That's, uh, that's, I've yeah. blown away. I have Cam McCarroll to thank for it. He used to call me every single day and hound me about signing up for the course. Yeah. So right at the beginning of the pandemic, when uh, we were all on lockdown, I finally signed up and I was blown away. Like for me, it's, I always tell people this, that five years ago, the coolest thing I'd ever been exposed to is buy, renovate, refinance strategy. Um, now th this is right on par with that. So it took five years to get this information, but I, I fully intend to run with it. You got it for the rest of your life now. Like nobody can take this away from you. Yeah. And so you joined in. You did. Uh, you did Omar's course, right? The, have you done the advanced one yet, or no? Just the for initial one, right? Or, or which just one, the initial which one. ones have you done with Theta? Okay. And so we, that's, we, um, we only we only have two. We have the introductory, and then after you get a bit of experience and you get good at it, then there's an advanced course that you can take if you want to, if you want to enhance your knowledge. That's two courses. That's it. Yeah. I'll see you on an advanced course soon, Mike. I want to take your knowledge to the next level. I want to take it right now. I'm. I'm. I'm a huge amateur when it comes to the technical analysis. I right. I basically just look and see if the 50 days trending above the 200 day and the stocks trending up, and then I go look at your uh, the emails you send out and see what you invested in. Right, right. And, 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 what's, and, and what's the worst that'll happen to you, Mike? What's the worst case scenario? I got to sign once, and I, I'm paper trading at this point, but they give you a million bucks to start with, and so far I've made 160k in five months, so it's it's insane. So a 16% return in five months through a pandemic. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not bad. So it it and that's all cash flow, right, Mike? Mm-hmm. Right. That's that can be a, a fun amount of money to play with. Yeah. I love it because Sandy, with the buy run or refis now, before I used to a little be a little apprehensive about pulling out all the capital, especially when you get a, a massive appraisal. Right. So now it's like suck every last drop of capital out of them and rely on trading. 
to and and the reason is mike because now you understand both asset categories when you didn't understand the stock market you left your money in an inefficient use of, of of capital in your property because you didn't know where to put it so you're like you know what let me just leave it here but now that you understand that you can allocate it more efficiently now you have a whole new way to make money which is really awesome man yeah so when uh, is, uh, I was just going to say, when is the advanced course? Because I actually do want to sign up for that. Yeah, the next one is September 19th and 20th. And the next one after that will be in January. So sign up for September 19th and 20th. Uh, that'll be the last one for the year. And the price also, I'm not just saying this, the price will be going up for the January one. So okay. I'm, not, I'm not just saying it. Just yeah, If you want to take your level to the next, uh, your knowledge to the next level, the next one is 19th and 20th. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So I think, um, yeah, we'll get into that in a sec here with, uh, with your Omar, but what Mike, what's, how do you see this plan going forward then? Are you, how quickly are you going to retire? Cause I need to start planning. Uh, for, for <laughs> so here's the way I look at it. I love selling houses and I love investing in houses. So I don't know if I'll ever stop doing that, but right now, Sandy, I'm tied to you. So if you wake up tomorrow and you decide, Hey, Mike's not a good guy anymore. Um, I'm, I'm in a tough spot where this, this makes it not matter so much. Same thing as when I worked in corporate. If, if I woke up one day and showed up at the office and my boss didn't like me anymore, I'm out the door. So I think all of us need some kind of protection and the extra stream of income is what, what provides us with that. And it gives you a great extra stream of income. To your point, Mike, I left corporate in 2014, so six years ago. And the only way I was able to leave a high-paying Bay Street job I had three kids at home, a six-year-old, a four-year-old, and a two-year-old, and I quit. Do you know how hard that was to do? But the reason I was able to quit is because I had a good amount of real estate and I knew how to trade. So once you have it in your head, nobody in this world can take that knowledge away from you. And you can, if you get fired, you want to create an extra income stream, maybe that business you always want to start, maybe you want to retire early. It gives you tons of choices. Mm -hmm. We always think about our, our why. I'll probably never retire, but I, I want to have the ability to very soon. Yeah, I agree with you. I'll yeah. never retire either. I'll, I'm, I'm going to teach Theta until I'm dead. But at least in the back of your head, you know that, hey, if I want to pull the chute any day, I can. And that's a good mm-hmm. place to be in. 100%. Yeah. Just go take a year. Maybe you want to go take a whole year off or something. Go travel. and You're not retiring, but you're just going to go have a, you know, whatever gives you, reason. It gives, you choi- it gives you choices in life. Choices. That's, the, that's the, what we all want. Choices. For sure. All right. Awesome. Thanks for stopping in, Mike, uh, and your, yeah. uh, sharing your experience there. Um, tons of positive experiences, I know, for this, Omar. But uh, we'll let you get back to it, Mike. Thanks for, for sharing. Right. And Thanks, Mike. Thank you, guys. We'll, we'll see you soon, Mike. Thanks, bud. So, obviously, some great experiences there. I think, um, you know, there's, I don't know how many more you got, hundreds, thousands, whatever. But yeah, we, um, we, got, we have hundreds more. We started this company 11 months ago, and we taught yeah. about 700 students so far. And if you guys want to take a look at our reviews on Google, just Google Fader Trading Reviews. We have 111 reviews and 111 out of 111 are five star. And the common theme amongst the, like, if you read the actual comments, is game changing, life changing. You know, it's completely changed the way I think about money. And a lot of these people, by the way, I'd say at least 50% are real estate investors. I know, yeah, you've been tapping right? into that 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 uh, that pool, which is which is an interesting one. It makes sense because they're investors already, and they have some obviously as a client, they're they're uh, they're probably you know they have some funds to dive into this, and, and they're interested in learning. But at the same time, they're also very kind of opposed to it in a way, right? Because yeah. real estate world, real estate world tells you all all day long, don't 
stock market's too uh, too risky. It's all volatile. Real estate's safe. It's it, it's always growing, right? So there's that 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 hurdle to overcome. But I'm sure, you know, you get a few people on board with this, and it, it just makes sense, right? At the end of the day, and and the knowledge is there, which is the biggest thing that you have for life, as you keep saying, right? That's correct. The yeah, correct. So what's it look like? What's the courses look like? And how do how do people get in on that? And then um uh I know you're doing webinars now, is that right? You're obviously not doing a lot of in-person events. Yeah, we're not doing any in-person events. So prior to the pandemic, we were doing in-person events at my alma mater, U of T. Uh so we would go to University of Toronto and we would do an in-person live class. Pandemic hits, complete business model change. We switched entirely to online, and the online format has actually been really, really good because now we're teaching people from like, you know, Victoria to Halifax. We have a few Americans on our on our courses every month. We're starting to get international students. I don't know how they're finding out of us because we've never advertised outside of Canada. I think that's mostly word of mouth. Uh, but it's been really, really cool to see the evolution of this business and and to see how many. You know, I, I'm so fortunate, Sandy. I get to do something I love every day of my life and I couldn't ask for something better. Like, you know, when I get a message from someone like, you know, like Martin or, or Mike and, you know, Hey, you changed my life. There is no greater feeling professionally when someone tells you that it makes you feel so good about what you're doing and it gives you that positivity. You need to continue to go forth and improve. So. Absolutely, because I know uh, you know entrepreneur and business. It's uh, there's some days here and there where something goes you know a little off, and it's a tough tough thing. But those those uh, those testimonials and uh, and hearing about that really fuels you for uh, for months at, at a time, right? So it's it's great to hear. Yeah. Um, the courses then. So is the, we talked about different <laughs> courses, right? So there's the introductory version of it. Um, is that totally then over a webinar style? And, and how often do those happen? Where can they actually go to to see information on that? Yeah. So what we have is, so we do, uh, we have an introductory course, which takes someone who has, who doesn't even know what a stock is. Okay. And by the end of, we have a two day format. So Saturday from nine to five thirty, Sunday from nine to five thirty. So it's a whole weekend. If you, and you will have access to the recordings, uh, uh, online. So if you, if you'd missed a bit, you can always just watch the replay. So that's not a problem. So you do the two day course. Okay. And then we have six months of support, like Mike was talking about. We sent out a daily newsletter that talks about the markets, you know, interest rates, what our trades were for the day, all that stuff. We have a weekly coaching webinar where you can ask questions. Hey, I don't get this or I don't get that. Uh, we give you that for six months. Uh, and, you know, so you get the weekly coaching webinars. We also have a private Facebook group where if you just put a question, hey, I didn't understand how to do this trade or what did I do wrong here? And then there's almost 600 people there to answer your question. You know, former students, myself, Matthew. Uh, and people are more than happy to answer these questions because they were once in that position, right? So we have the introductory course that's two days, followed up with six months of support, and that should give you plenty of support uh, to do what you need to do. And then we have an advanced course. And uh, we've, I think we've taken about 150 students through our advanced course. And that's for the people who say, you know what? I'm making some pretty good money doing this. I really want to take my level to the my knowledge to the next level. And we have an advanced course for that. And that's it. Just the two courses. You know, uh, what we don't have and what we will never have. You know, I took a course uh, years ago, Sandy. I don't know if you've ever experienced this. I took a course and I was the victim of financial literacy my whole life. No one ever taught me how to make money. I had to learn on my own. You know how hard it is to learn the stock market on your own, by the way? It's not easy. I've tried. I've quit really fast. (laughs) I didn't didn't really feel like going down that road. But yeah. Right, right. So it's learning it on your own, I can assure you, is a horrible experience. And it's very expensive, quite frankly. Uh, So Yeah, so I learned on my own. And that's why we created this company so that other people don't have to learn it the hard way. They have to learn it, you know, 
We've taken up, we've taken 22 years of experience for myself and Matthew. It's 44 years combined. We've compressed it into a course so that people can fully grasp and understand this. Now, that being said, um, there you definitely need to put in the work and the effort to learn this. Uh, just like real estate, you know, like you, it's not like you just walk into real estate and over one weekend you're going to like, oh, I totally get this. I know I can buy a whole bunch of, I can buy apartment building now. It's not how it works. You got to you got to build yourself up. Same thing with this. You got to educate yourself and, and learn and experience and practice. But once you get it, you got it for the rest of your life. So how do you sign up for it? By the way, uh, if you guys want to hear more about the strategy, uh, we have a free one hour webinar that we do uh, two to three times a week. Uh, for more information, you can go to thirty minute. That's three zero minute stocktrader forward slash breakthrough. Okay, that's for uh, the breakthrough podcast. Uh, and what we're going to offer you is we're going to show you how, how you know, how, by the way, this only takes us about 30 minutes a day to do, okay? Because once you agree to buy a stock at a discount, you get paid for it, uh, you know, there's not a whole lot more to do after that. Either you'll have to buy the stock or you won't. And that could be 30, 45 days from now. Um, so it doesn't take us a lot of time, which is another really cool thing. And for any breakthrough podcast listeners, we're offering a free uh, investing consultation to help you assess your investment goals, you know? But we're going to talk about if you want to talk about your real estate and your and, and how stocks can play into it. Uh, because remember, I am a real estate investor. I know a lot about real estate. And uh, same with Cam or you know Matthew. Matthew, my business partner, he also owns a ton of real estate. So we are definitely real estate people. But we're going to show you how you can actually incorporate the stock market, specifically options trading, to help you grow your portfolio and help you get to your desired uh, outcome uh, quicker. So just to reiterate, guys, thirty. 30 minutesstocktradercom forward slash breakthrough. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. We threw that in the chat box there too. So if you're uh, watching with us right now, you can check, check it out there. Go go click on it right now and get in on the action. Or if you're listening, um, you can hopefully, if you're driving, pull over or stop where you're doing, go check it out and see how you can get involved. Uh, I've got a special uh, deal there with you as part of our, our listenership there. So appreciate that, Omar. It's awesome. And what are the expectations coming out of this show? And then I want to hear a little bit about, or not out of the show, out of the uh, courses. What, what kind of, what, what do people expect? They go, they learn all this stuff. What's their like action steps afterwards? What, what What's the expectation on them yeah. after, after that? Is it, they expect to go into the market and start to just like make it rain and bring in a bunch of dough or they have to uh, obviously mm. learn a little bit. It's going to take them a little bit to get into it or what does that usually look like? Yeah, what we encourage people to do is after you take the course, open a paper trading account, okay? They'll give you a million dollars of, of, of fake money. Like, but exactly what Mike was describing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, give you a million dollars of fake money. Everything is real. The stock market's real. The numbers are real. Only thing that's not real is the money. Cool, okay? So if you're going to make a mistake, make it with fake money. Uh, now, Mike said he's up 160 grand, uh, which is a 16% return in five months. Now, it's fake money. That's fine. But that's not the point. Now, Mike has a lifelong skill, which no one in this world can take away from him. Okay, so eventually when he moves into real money, he will. It's different with everyone, Sandy. Some people we have after the weekend course, they are literally trading on Monday. And they're like, holy crap, this has changed my life. I can't believe it. And you're like, whoa. And then you have other people who, you know, who take months. But that's not, it's, it's you go at your own pace. It's whenever you're comfortable. So I would suggest you, you take the course, you learn it, and then you start paper trading. And you'll know in your gut when you're ready to move forward with real money. Uh, so that's what I would suggest. You'll know, you'll be like, you know what? I get this game now. Like Mike's probably at that level right now. You know, he's already made 160 grand through a pandemic. Can you imagine 160 grand up on during a pandemic, a 16% rate of return through a pandemic? Not easy to do. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. So, but he clearly understands the idea now. He knows that's and it's not it's not like um it's not a get rich quick scheme. You're gonna make small incremental money that adds up to a lot over time, right? That one to three percent a month. Like if you do three percent a month, for example, that's north of forty percent a year. That's a lot of money, right? Not bad. Not right, bad. not bad, right? So this is something that you that you will have for the rest of your life that you can use for the rest of your life. Uh, it's not something that's going to go away. So long term, it's a like I said, it's a it's a great strategy to to supplement your marrying that up, right? You get the you get the you know, real estate if you're getting what maybe twenty to twenty to thirty is a really great return if you're just uh, looking at the real estate uh, investment side of it. Well, that's like you know very minimal or no cash flow, right? And then add on a what twenty, thirty, forty percent return on this as like, yeah. marry those two together. I right, mean, it's a pretty incredible uh, wealth building kind of portfolio of, of wealth building strategies you've got there. So I think it's amazing, uh, amazing knowledge and amazing way to go about this and obviously put together a great platform for people to learn and grow with that. And we're hearing some awesome experiences. So that's awesome to see. Congrats on all that uh, effort you put into there. I know it's uh, probably not been easy to to gain the traction, get the programs together and all that, but it's obviously working. So it's awesome. actually been word of mouth, Sandy. It's been, uh, it's been like, you know, you, you teach one person and they're like, Oh my God, I got to tell my friend. And, yeah, yeah. They tell their friend, and they tell their friend, and and, and we're well, it's that impactful, right? It's that it's that big yeah. of a it's that cool of a thing. So yeah. Uh, so what kind of rounded out here the conversation, and uh, you know maybe give some people some inspiration around it. What does your lifestyle typically look like? And um, you know I know you spend a lot of time with training and, and helping people get into this. Um, even aside from that, I mean, what were you doing before you started teaching this? Like when you were not working in corporate world anymore you're you weren't necessarily doing this you were yeah you doing day to day like you're building my 30 real estate minutes, 30 minutes yeah. a day kind of thing like that's that's not yeah. much. not so much so just building my real estate portfolio and trading and then uh a year ago uh my business partner matthew uh we said to ourselves hey what do we want to do the rest of our lives it was a really uh you know it was a come to jesus moment for us like well, what do i want to do with the rest of my life it's, it's a tough question to answer you don't know you're like i don't know what i want to do right so we 30 thought, minutes hey, is not taking up much. That's the, no, it's not taking up much. That's the whole problem. And you, you can't sit at home all day long because your wife's like, what are you doing? You, you're not, you don't do anything. And yeah. You're sitting at home. What do you, what do you do? And that's a problem. right? So, so, so we had taught about 50 to hundred people how to trade just uh, because we love to do it over the years. And we taught, we taught them for free. Uh, we taught them way before we even decided to come up with data trading. So last summer we said, you know what? Why don't we teach people how to trade and, and we'll see if they like it? We, di- we didn't know if people will like it. And a year later, it's been a it's been an overwhelming success. We've taught 700 students uh, and, and you like read our reviews, Sandy, if you ever get a chance to. And it's been the whole, you know, people like Martin and, and Mike, you know, it's changed their lives. And we are going to teach thousands more because I didn't I had no idea a year ago when I started this company that there would be this much of a need for financial literacy in the stock market. But I realize now that it is such a, like, people don't know anything about the stock market. Like, it's, and if they do, it's very convoluted. They don't know what they're doing, why they're doing it. It's just guessing and hoping. And that's why it gets such a bad name. So once you figure it out, you're like, wow, now I realize why some people in the stock market make so much money. But it's a matter of getting it. It's not as, it's not like real estate. Real estate is very forgiving, Sandy. Very forgiving. Okay. If you screw up and buy the wrong house, okay. And it doesn't cash flow or, you know, you have something breaks or something. It's forgiving. You're going to hold it for a long time. It'll probably eventually recover. The mortgage is going to pay down. You might get a bit of cash flow. It's very forgiving, okay? When you pick a crappy stock, it might not ever come back up again, like ever. It might be down forever. And you're going to be like, oh, this sucks. I don't want to do it anymore. And that's the reason we stick these really high quality names and trade the way we do. But it's just a matter of understanding things. Hmm. Awesome. 
Awesome. So obviously something that uh, hopefully our listeners can take uh, take action on and get excited about. I think, uh, you know, that's why we've had you back on here because we've got some good feedback from earlier and got some uh, some people I appreciate that, really Thank excited about, about joining what you're doing. So uh, I want to endorse it too and encourage people to go check out uh, what you're doing, 30minutesstocktrader.com or .today.com. Right. Yeah. Slash uh, breakthrough, get in on the action and uh, check out your next webinar. When are you doing them? Are you doing them weekly, monthly? How often do they happen? Uh, the the courses are monthly, but the free one hour webinar where we tell like we'll go through an example of what the strategy is, how it works. We'll go through a real life example. Uh, so that we do two to three times a week, and okay. you can get that at thirty minutesstocktradercom forward slash breakthrough. You can sign up for the next free one hour webinar and just listen to the free one hour webinar. And then you can decide whether this is for you or not. Awesome. Awesome. But, but you're next, Andy. You're next. <laughs> give, give me like uh, six months a year and I'll come on here and we'll we'll do another show and we'll talk all right. about all the awesome uh, success I'm having. And uh, right. maybe I'll I'll like yeah, be swimming in money and uh, we'll we'll make it we'll make, make fun out of it. It's not so much swimming in money. What it's gonna do is gonna <laughs> create a lot of extra income for you. It's yeah. gonna help you grow your real estate portal. Let me ask you a question, Sandy. You personally, how many people do you know who are trading now who who weren't trading a year ago? Dozens, at least, I would say. Dozens. Dozens. And, and what have yeah. you heard from them? I've heard pretty much all positive. The only, honestly, the only two people I've heard, and they don't say anything negative about it. They just talk about themselves, and it's their own fault where they've gone against the the guidance or the the, the, the strategy, right? And they've they've tried to get a little too uh, creative, or they've tried to get a little too outside outside of this strategy. And obviously, that's that's probably and, and we and we and we teach people during the course, don't do this. <laughs> we'll tell them stay in these parameters. But you can't control people. People are like, oh, maybe I'll just go over there and see what this is like. And then they get, but, but for the most part, you know, dozens of people now who do this, a year ago, you didn't know anyone who did it, right? Uh, I, I knew you were doing it. I didn't know many others, if, if any. Yeah. yeah myself, right. maybe Mark. That's it. Mark, right? yeah, yeah, a couple others, a couple others. Couple yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not many, though. Not many. And, and uh, you know, that's why I think you're doing a great thing by, by pumping it up more, sharing the knowledge, getting it out there more because, uh, why not help impact that many people, right? You said 700 plus people, like. Yeah, and, and in, less than, in less than a year. Yeah, so why not keep, why not double, triple, 10 times, whatever that, right? And, and get, yeah. get that out to more people so they can learn. And obviously, it's not all about money, but if you have a lot of money, you can make more income, you can do a lot more cool things in life and uh, live uh, live an awesome life. So that's, that's what we're hoping people can get out of this. And uh, again, really appreciate you coming on and sharing all this info and uh thanks for having me on Sandy. hopefully look forward to seeing more more of our listeners joining in on the on the courses on the webinars and uh learning from you and your team there at theta trading co theta trading co.com and i was gonna leave you the one last comment sandy um awesome. yeah when uh, i'm gonna make a personal mission to teach you how to trade okay so whenever you're ready you let me know i'm gonna teach you how to trade because i want you to become an advocate like everybody else and then you can talk about how it's impacted your real estate life and you'll know how to you know allocate capital back and forth between the two asset categories so uh yeah i agree next. i'm in for it i'm in for fair, it man. Fair, I agree. Fair, fair warning man you're next okay I agree. I do need a little tiny bit of accountability around it um, to fit it into all the other all the other stuff. But I definitely am uh, am, am am very keen on, on on doing it. So let's talk more offline and uh, and uh, and make that happen. And uh, otherwise, yeah. Th again, thanks so much for being here. If they want to reach out to you, and is there any other place to get you, or is the best way thirty minutesstocktradercom Is that where they get all the info and 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 any other place to reach out to you or get? get yeah, you guys can email me if you want at Omar. O-M-A-R at theta trading co.com. 
So Theta Trading on my hat says thetatradingco.com. So Omar at thetatradingco.com. If you have any questions, I'll be happy to answer them, okay? Awesome, awesome. And uh, if you want to reach me, it's 2893-896-846. Uh, you can also reach out to us at the show, info at breakthroughreipodcast.ca. And uh, again, share us, uh, share with us what you think about the show, what you thought about this uh, this value here in this show, and uh, and what we can do to improve and keep going and create more great content. So thanks for tuning in, and we will talk with you again in a week.